Thank you for coming by. We're getting ready to start. Welcome to the Sunshine Cinema Podcast. Due to COVID-19 and the subsequent lockdowns that have occurred across Southern Africa, the Sunbox ambassadors have decided to turn their attention to interviewing not only some of the best filmmakers from the continent, but activists who are leading the way in creating positive social change within their community. Use of the movies, it's a very important tool that can actually accelerate the discussion in the society. We need spaces to be able to challenge the norms. Is democracy the real answer? I must first understand who I am. When we talk about the minds, we are talking about a delicate issue. So we have to put our foot down and say no. Really stand on truth. Nothing liberates as much as truth. Empathy. The sexuality. Injustice. Integration. Change. And freedom. Hello everyone, my name is Melissa Mkuni, Sandbox Ambassador based in Bulawayo, Zimbabwe. Every year in August, South Africa commemorates Women's Month as a tribute to the thousands of women who marched to the Union buildings on 9 August 1956. And as such, August has been set aside as the National Women's Month. And this is an opportunity to celebrate women's achievements and the important roles that women of all races and religions have played and they continue to play like in the South African society. And as we commemorate this month, I'm honored to be interviewing today the lead singer of the band uh, Freshly Ground. And uh, this is Zolani Mahola. Hello Zolani and thank you so much for agreeing to have this interview and also joining us today. It's a pleasure my pleasure to be with you. So maybe can you start off by telling me who Zolani is and take me to where you were born and how you grew up? <laughs> what a good question. I mean, I would say that I'm a child of the continent for sure. And I am somebody who is very interested in art. You know, I've always been interested in being able to express myself creatively. So if we're looking for categories, definitely I'm an artist and a storyteller. All right. Besides all the things, you're also an actress and a motivational speaker. Yes, I'm an actress. I'm a singer. You're quite right. A storyteller. And the, the speaking thing is, is an interesting thing because it's not the traditional motivational speaking that we used to, you know, of. I actually like to call myself an inspiration speaker more than a motivational speaker because I just like to use what I've learned from my own story, my own personal story, to possibly help the next person. It's really from my own experience and using my own story as a point of instruction, you know, and, and, and as a hopefully, yes, motivational or, or inspiring um, thing in other people's lives. All right, can we talk about the part of you being a singer? You are the lead singer of the pioneering South African band, which is uh, Freshly Ground. And I think you've been the lead singer since 2002. Like, yeah, you're right. How do you manage to balance all this, being a wife, being a mom, an actress, and an inspirational speaker? You know, I think nothing has to happen all at once. What has become very clear for me in, with this pandemic is that there are various things that are more important to me than other things. So one of those things is family time and family engagement. And then in terms of my work, what's also become clear is like there are there are certain things that I want to put across that maybe I wasn't even fully clearly aware of before the pandemic hit. So another answer to your question is that, you know, we all 
all compartmentalized. You know, we're all like different things. And particularly, I know, particularly in Zim, because I have a lot of friends in Zim, you, you have to be so ingenious, you know, like a lot of ingenuity has to come. You know, you have to find various ways of making it work. So you just do. And then I think about also, like I think about our parents, you know, they might might have had a career and then also be um, a, a family person. So I always like to say that being an artist and a creative who is doing various different strands of those art things and being a mother and a wife, we all do it. You know, we all find the time to make those parts of ourselves shine. Yeah, it actually does. And I think I love the, the part of you saying actually you've had time to spend uh, with your family. I think this is also has been, I think, one of the positives for this lockdown. I've actually realized that actually, you know, some of my family members, they're not as boring as I thought they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that, you know, bully, like, for me, like, what's really important has become more crystal clear. All right. Back to, you know, you being the, the lead singer of Freshly Ground. And I understand that Freshly Ground is actually a band, you know, which is mainly male-dominated. Right. Yes. So, like, yes. Uh, what's the working formula for the group? Like, you are just the only female in that group. Mm. So it wasn't always like that in the very, very beginning, like in 2002, when I joined the band, there was actually already another woman that was in the band and she was a, a violinist. Rael Goodman was her name. So I joined the band and, and she was already there. And then as time wore on, within about a year, there was a different violinist, also a female violinist. But for the past seven years, I have been the only female in the band. All I can say, Bully, to you is that I think we're moving more and more into a space where gender, the gender construct, hopefully is becoming less and less relevant. Yes, we know that we are conditioned in terms of our, our gender and, and patriarchy pay, plays a really big role. But what I discovered in terms of working with these guys is that they're very creative people and while they are very masculine, they're not overpowering. Yeah, the, the dynamic has been really good between us. You know, they are very sensitive and caring individuals. I still was the only female for, for a while, but I didn't have a sense of any kind of that negative connotation to patriarchy and a male-dominated environment. And and I also think that, you know, from what you're saying, this, this guy's actually made you fit in very well. You were not, you know, labeled as, you know, the only woman in this thing, mm. but I think you guys were just the same. You know, there was no hierarchy yes. of some sort. Yeah, you, you, you're completely correct, Bully. You know, it, it's always has been a very democratic space where every single voice, you know, has the same vote, let's say. And even like in terms of me being the lead singer where like, you know, when you would see them, the band perform or, you know, or in music videos or whatever, the lead person always does get a lot more credit or recognition. But in terms of the working of the band, it's always been very fairly split between all of us in terms of the power dynamic. All right, you being based in South Africa, you're like one of the few women actually who's managed to contribute to the rather greatly to South Africans entertainment. You are also an inspiration to come to some people like young females, you know, who are new in the industry. Like how does it make you feel, you know, to know that 
there are other women out there who look up to you, other women out there who see you as their role model and a figure that they actually look up to. For me, what I would hope that they look up to is a sense of that you can be yourself, you know, like, and not that anyone would e ever emulate me or try to sound like me or look like me or anything, that they would recognize that it's, it's the uniqueness, you know, it's the being yourself that is what I would like for people who look up to me to enjoy. I don't want to see any Zolani clones. <laughs> I, by and large, do and say what, what I feel is authentic to me. And that, that is what I would hope that young women and men, you know, all over the world, that's what they would get. And that's what they would then proceed to do and be themselves. So maybe just to ask, uh, what has been the best advice that someone, let me say, uh, a female figure gave you that has taken you up to this day? So there's two people that I can think of. One is my mother figure. She's not my actual biological mother. But when I, when we were at the beginning of Freshly Crown, you know, she said something to me that doesn't necessarily sound like it relates to music but it's like before enlightenment wash the dishes and after enlightenment wash the dishes and for me what that means is like there are things certain things that we all need to take care of as human beings it doesn't matter how famous you are or, or how great you think you are you make your bed, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you, you brush your teeth, you do you, you, whatever, you greet the next person. They're just like certain really simple things that are to do with just being a living, breathing human being that you that you need to do in order to reach that place of yeah, enlightenment or, or success or whatever it is. And then once you're there, you still do those things. It's something to do with not being too out of touch with reality. And then another thing is that um, Yvonne Chukachaka, a couple of years ago, you know, she's the princess of Africa, which I really love, but like she's <laughs> like a queen, obviously. She said to me, you know, something about taking care of the business. You know, she's, a, she's an incredible business woman, but she also has surrounded herself with people who are business minded. You know, for so many of us in, in the arts, and myself included, you know, I really concentrate on the creative, creativity. But it's a business, you know, art is a business. If that is your life, you have to take it seriously. And if you are not that person who is super business-minded, you need to find a team, even if it's just like one or two people, who can really support you and make sure that your art and your creativity has a chance to, to actually stand out. Those are wise words. I think... Whenever you decide on doing something, you know, take it seriously. That's the honest yes. truth. Yes. We are coming to an end, you know, of, uh, you know, end of July and moving into August. And the month of August is like uh, the National Women's Month and the 9th in South Africa. It's the Women's Day, right? So what does this day mean to you as a woman? It's such a complicated thing because as you most likely aware gender-based violence is such a huge issue in our society you know and in many ways we are still a very yeah definitely still a very patriarchal society where I think also because of the legacy of colonialism and apartheid a lot of men feel disempowered and yet culturally they are placed at the head you know and, and there's this still this legacy of like of the man feeling as though they're the head of the family. And, and, yet, and then you've got this element of disempowerment, which can, and not in all cases, because 
you know, I'm obviously not saying that it's just poor men who perpetrate uh, gender-based violence because it happens in all sectors. When we consider how rampant uh, women abuse is, and then you think about Women's Day, you really wonder what it actually means. You know, you wonder if wonder what it means to to the men of our society. We wonder what it means to the women of our society. So I have mixed feelings. At one on one end, I feel like yes, it's very important, and we need to be aware that we have still such a long way to go in terms of equality. So it's good to mark these days, but then at the same time, I just I wonder what it means and and whether it's it's enough, whether we're doing enough. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's true because. I think some of those days, like you said, um, they're just marked on the calendar. But mm-hmm. do people really understand the significance of these days? Because I think um, ever since the lockdown started, we've actually seen um, a rise in the Absolutely. number of gender-based violence. Has it and, been the same in Zim? Yeah, it has. Because I think this is a period where a number of gender-based violence cases have been reported. Like, it's, it's just serious. Yeah. And like you say, you actually get to wonder, like, do these uh, male counterparts actually appreciate, you know, the the women in their lives and all that? Are the, are the women being celebrated? Mm. Yeah, girl, absolutely. Of late, you know, if you watch um, the South African news, there's yeah. been a, a serious spike in, you know, the number of women who have not just been abused, but they've been brutally murdered, you understand? Yeah, massive. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, we we then go on to celebrate Women's Day. And I think you've actually responded to this, which was a question that I was going to ask, but do you actually feel that, you know, these male counterparts really appreciate women mm. in the other mm. Yo, I mean, I, I guess, you know, as with everything, nothing is black and white. You know, there are obviously some men who are real, allies and who do good and who respect women but we have a huge societal issue and and for me I guess my hope would be that we take the lessons from issues that this pandemic has really highlighted one of which is the unfairness and the brutality of the patriarchal system (laughs) big time and toxic masculinity and decide whether we are happy to continue with this paradigm or if we want to change it. Yeah, I think which is very true. And uh, I think some of these trends or some of these mentalities of patriarchy, I think they can only be changed by, you know, the coming generations because the generations that have passed, they've been stuck in that. And it's only up to us, you know, the young people to actually decide is this how we want things to go or we're saying, you know, we want things to change from yeah a big thank you to everyone who's been following this conversation this far and you know what we are going to continue this conversation later you know as we continue to commemorate celebrate and recognize the different women within africa you know who continue to be role models and who've had a positive impact within our lives Thank you for listening to this episode. Sunshine Cinema are solar-powered cinemas. Each cinema is led by a Sunbox ambassador, a young person chosen for their ability to spark conversation within their community. If you like what you've heard, please head over to our social media pages at Sunshine Cinema and give us a follow.